whether you want to get stronger or get fitter or get faster hit the road is the podcast that you must listen to yes that's right you are listening to me, rohan tatar on india's first podcast for athletes this is hit the road where i take you to the experience of athletes of our community that will inspire you and motivate you to go further this is hit the road if you're tuning in for the first time make sure you listen to our previous episodes as well that will motivate you even further and i'm sure you would love listening to them we are available on Spotify, spotify apple podcast tv podcast savan and all other major podcasting apps including india's very own storyo so make sure you subscribe so that next time when we come you'll get the buzz and if you have any feedback or suggestions do let us know in the comments or you can mail us to at bonjour at eblog.media or dm us on any of the social media apps that you use be instagram facebook or twitter just dm us at eblogmedia and now moving on to today's episode i have with me the mahajan brothers they are an inspiration to so many cyclists out there and this episode will only increase that inspiration portion and i'm sure many people will look up to this episode as the guidebook for future races and preparation for getting even more serious in cycling so what are we waiting for let's dive into today's episode this episode is super special for two things one is that we have with us the mahajan brothers who will be telling us their experiences about race across america golden quadrilateral and the uncountable even that they have done so far and the second reason why it's special is because they are doing sea to sky adventure it's a very unique adventure where they'll be riding from gateway of india till kathmandu and climbing the mighty mount everest you heard it right they'll be climbing the mount everest and before they reach the base they'll be riding from mumbai to kathmandu and this is not just any adventure where you just go you take risk of your life but this is for a cause this is not to risk your life but this is to save so many people's lives to creating awareness about cardiopulmonary resuscitation that is cpr the the technique to save someone from a heart attack it's very important it's really sad to know that not many people know that nor it has been taught in schools or colleges but it's these brothers who have taken the initiative to go places to travel through cities do workshops on teaching people the technique of cpr without wasting any time i would like to welcome dr hitendra mahajan and dr mahendra mahajan welcome to the show thank you thank you rohan so mahajan brothers please tell what are you doing with cpr uh, sky and please give an elaborate explanation about cpr sky and let's start the show yes see we as a mahajan brothers we always try to do something different but with always a social angle being a doctor we always try to involve ourselves in social activity and if we really want to create a impact on a society regarding all the social activities we have to do something different so that people will uh, listen to us and then they will uh, inculcate it among themselves so um, and both of us we love adventure sports right from our childhood and so we thought let's take the help of that adventure sports to create the social awareness about various uh, different different uh, angles which we want to serve to the society and being an adventure sports lover uh, this time we thought that let's mix up two three activities like cycling trekking and mountaineering and come up with the some event which will create a impact so the idea came into the mind that why not to make a mission which will start from sea level and go up to the sky level and as of now sea level we all know at the sea that is the nearest to us is gateway of india mumbai which is also a historical place and uh, sky level that is a roof of the world and as of now it is mount everest so that's how the idea came to mind and as i said the basic purpose of doing this is of course fulfilling our satiety of adventure but the main aim is to create a 
awareness in society about the CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, which is very important and need of the day in India. I'm very curious to know that every activity that you do is inclined towards the society. So I I want to know how is it that your adventure, your riding is creating awareness. So uh, when we start our cycling journey from Mumbai, we have to travel up to Kathmandu on a bicycle. So that's roughly around 2,500 kilometers. So what we have done is we will be covering the distance in six days. If I tell you about the first day, like there'll be a CPR demonstration at Gateway of India, six o'clock in the morning, and uh, the seven o'clock is flag off. After the flag off, within one and a half hours, we'll reach Thana. So there are Thana cyclists, runners, and uh, marathoners, and those friends will be gathering up there. And uh, in Thana also, we will have a CPR demonstration. So it will be a stopover for, say, half an hour, one hour or so. And we'll continue our journey to Nasik. By afternoon, we shall reach Nasik. Nasik, we will have a, a demonstration of CPR and teach people how to do, do CPR. In this process, doctor's friends will be helping us. We will have our crew. So this is how it goes. And the same day, we'll travel to Dhule. And in the night, we'll have a program in Dhule. This is how the day one ends. Second day, we go to Indore. Likewise, on en route, whichever cities, are, there are big cities, we are going to have a stopover for, say, one hour or so and demonstration uh, of the CPR. So this is how it will be done. At every place, uh, we'll be conducting the program where we'll be halting for one hour. We'll be gathering uh, people over there who are cyclists, sports lover, environment lover, all these people. They are all our social media friends and all. And their media will also be coming. So there we'll be having a hands-on demonstration. And uh, basically, I'm an anesthesiologist and uh, I represent Indian Society of Anesthesiologists. I was the president of Mara State also. And we are working a lot in creating this CPR awareness. So at every city, we have a branch of ISA, Indian Society of Anesthesiologists. So those anesthesiologist friends will come to help us to teach people how to perform CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation on mannequins and we'll be conducting a hands-on training. Now that is one part of it. But we'll be distributing almost color pamphlets of how to do it, how to learn about it from the various social media. And then we'll be inviting a media also. So they will be putting it in a media that this mission dedicated for CPR. So we want that people should start talking about CPR, CPR, CPR and everyone will feel like, okay, let me know what exactly is CPR. And then that's how we think that our aim will get at least uh, some to some extent fulfilled that people will at least start thinking about CPR and uh, helping the cardiac arrest. It's really great to see what you are doing to create an impact in the society and helmets off for your noble deeds. And I've seen that so many people look up to you. You are an inspiration for so many cyclists who are now serious cyclists who are doing n number of brms who are participating ultra races who have transformed their lives 360 degree by doing race across america golden quadrilateral and k2k you you, you have you have opened the imagination of people who want to get serious into this sport and i want to know how did cycling become a part of your life and you are doctors and how did physical fitness become a part of your life. Yeah, see, it was not planned that we would take this journey of, uh, you know, endurance uh, or, you know, uh, ultra cycling or something like that. It just happened that after completion of our education, we thought that uh, we should be healthy, basically. As we preach uh, people to stay healthy as doctors, so our fitness is also that important. So we started trekking in the Himalayas. And uh, when Mumbai Marathon was introduced, we registered into a Mumbai Marathon and started training for that. And uh, when you're talking about the world's toughest bicycle race, that is Race Across America, it just happened that uh, in 2012, we came to know about a cycle race in Bhutan that is called Tour of the Dragon, and it's the single-day, you know, toughest uh, mountain bicycle race. So what happens is if you have a target, then you uh, analyze that what kind of training you're going to require, how much hours you're going to put in, so we trained for uh, Tour of the Dragon for, say, four to six months. And uh, later on, we completed the race successfully. And later on, we got to know about Braves. Braves are, as you must be aware, that it, they are the uh, long-distance endurance ride of, say, from 200 to 1,000 kilometers or so. 
so once you you know one you once you achieve one target like 200 kilometers then you look forward what what next is more challenging for me and uh, that is how it kept on happening from 200 to 300 to 400 to 600 and once i remember both of us were doing a 1000 kilometer brave that was delhi vaga border delhi and 75 hours are allotted for the same and we managed to complete it in 61 hours so that was 14 hours before the cut off time so what happens is like uh, you come to know that amongst 20 participants you are the first one to finish you are doing it well within the time then you always feel that what next or what bigger target i can look for so that is how uh, race across america came into picture you know then there was a race called deccan cliffhanger which is a qualifying race which is very popular now so we qualified for the race and uh, with the support of friends families then we thought of you know registering for race across america so this is how it went on happening one after the another achieving target and uh, doing it well within time and then the next target is up in front of you 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 know the you don't get satiated by the same far as i am concerned see i am anesthesiologist and um, we both brothers we stay in same house joint family with our parents and so maybe we developed the liking for same uh, hobbies that is adventure sports and somewhere during our college days uh, i realized that remaining fit is very important if you really want to live your life properly and being an anesthesiologist i am expected to save someone's life all the time once what happens when i was a resident doctor in sasun hospital i received a call from one ward that one patient needs me urgently i just ran there you know sasun hospital big building big big floors from my hostel room i was literally i ran to the bed and then after reaching there i was panting myself then i realized if i really want to help someone or if people expect help from me i need to be fit first then only i'll be in a position to help someone and that day i realized okay that day i could overcome that situation i could survive that patient but then i learned one lesson let's remain a fit and so we got involved into a mountaineering club started learning mountaineering skills started running marathon we have one very bad habit you can call that or we always try to set a target which is difficult or which will make us stretch little more you know like other people we also feel sometime lazy like if i ask you daily morning get up and go for a running or go for a gym or something like that one fine day it's raining outside you don't feel like coming out of your cozy bed but if you have a target then that laziness automatically gets away it gives you power to overcome that laziness and you say no today i cannot let it go like that i need to come out of this cozy bed i need to hit the road i need to train myself because if i waste today it won't come again so that's why we set a target and setting a target means it has to be toughest that is what in fact among ourselves also we always keep on competing like if i if i run for a 10 kilometers and i say okay today i did it in 50 minutes i'll just subtly pass a message to my brother i did in 50 minutes i know day after tomorrow i'm going to receive a message where he'll pass me a message that i did in 49 minutes you know so this type of things which uh, keeps us inspiring and go ahead move ahead towards our uh, target <laughs> you are always looking for bigger challenges i can see that when you started preparing for race across america what were the things that were there in your mind how did you prepare for ram and i'm very curious to know that when did the idea for race across america come to you and how did you approach it exactly let me first come to how that thought came in mind like as i said um, when we were into cycling uh, we heard about this qualifying race and then we did this qualifying race and then i realized see if i want to really push the healthy lifestyle in people 
that that's why we started running marathon also to make initially we used to run four five people now there are almost thousand people from nasik go to bombay every year to run marathon similarly in cycling i said if i really want to bring status to the cycling if i really want people to come into cycling i need to do something big we need to do something big and then when we realized when we came to know about race across america i talked with mahendra and we we just discussed over in and we said let's try it because people say that this is the toughest race which is going on for last 35 year in the usa yes. toughest endurance race so why not to what at the most will happen that we will not be able to do it that's all but if we are able to do it we will be the first indian but that will boost all the indians that yes they can look forward attempting this kind of races yeah that is our real medal in fact like we received a medal we not only became the first asian to finish it but we won in our team of two category we came first in that year so that is that medal we received that plaque we received that honor we received fine but that the real what is our real medal you know after that eight people did it and we are encouraging more and more people to do it and not only race across america but race across australia race across europe all these things so that race across i mean tour of tour of the dragon so more and more people doing it more and more people taking up for a cycling now we are having a national cyclist who are coming with a very high speed so this is our real gain this is our real medal if i if you ask me that what brings a real sense of achievement of the ram is this thing probably what happens i feel is uh, when people come to know that these two brothers who are doctors and uh, they are into active into their profession and still they can pull out some time uh, dedicatedly train and achieve such milestones so what people relate like tomorrow you also relate ki me ka nahi karu shakat why why i can't do so when these guys can do i too can do so because we were not like national cyclists in our uh, you know earlier days or something like that we are in our 40s and we started it quite late actually and uh, when someone who was not professional cyclist and now uh, we are achieving such targets so maybe uh, it's like uh, that sends the message, message. like yes that if they can do it we can do it like you know people always say that it's tough to balance a healthy lifestyle and work so you both are doctors and every doctor is always busy despite of having such a busy schedule how did you take out time for your fitness your passion which is cycling and the level of cycling that you do it's not that you just need to do a half an hour or one hour workout daily you need to put put in serious amount of time long duration rides are there so how do you balance your rides how do you balance your training and how do you balance your work and family life I think both of us will answer because there are yes. little different perspective of it. Since I am a dentist, I know I have to open my clinic at I have to be in clinic at around ten ten thirty or so. So what what I do before that is up to me. So if I if I sleep little early, if I get up at around say six and if I hit the road by seven or or say half an hour here and there, so I get two hours to train. So weekdays. usually we devote 2 uh, hours to maximum 3 hours a day right so that morning time is utilized in a weekday i know my clinic is going to be closed for sunday so i'm keeping it closed for sunday so that is the day when i get the whole 24 hours is with me so how much i want to utilize i remember uh, during our race across america training there used to be schedules where we used to ride say 14 hours so in 14 hours uh, we i i remember we covered around 350 kilometers also so so that one day of overdoing and rest of the days you do for a little lesser time but you do it at a more intensity and uh, yes there are there has to be a systematic plan where you know when you are doing it overdoing it on a day that is sunday then there is a rest day called uh, another the next day will be a rest day and again it will build up uh, during the week and uh, we were fortunate to have uh, mithen thakkar from cyclozil he was our training he was our uh, coach sorry and uh, we trained for exactly 9 months uh, under his uh, training plan so um, this is how used, it used to go and we can balance our uh, profession as well as passion 
whereas with hitendra he'll still tell his uh, side yeah see uh, i'm anesthesiologist basically profession is our prime because that is where from which we get our bread and butter and if you want to really pursue your passion up to that extent people think that you have to sacrifice your profession no it's not like that you can very well balance profession and passion both the things and in fact i'll go one step ahead and i'll say that they boost each other your profession boost your passion and your passion always always going to help you be a best in your profession that's what my experience is if i if people say i'm good anesthesiologist the credit goes to my passion whatever values i learn there i implement in my profession and i can be a good professional so here when you say how you balance it it's not that difficult at all when it comes to time management you need to prioritize you need to prioritize what things you need to do in the present tense so if i have to target race across america obviously my prioritization is of course my profession and after that what comes into the prioritization is my passion training for my race across america suppose we let's take the example of race across america being an anesthesiologist it is different for me like mahendra said told you that he is having a fixed schedule working hours as far as my profession goes my working hours are not at all fixed i don't know tomorrow what time where i'll be in which theater i'll be doing what operation so in that case what happens i cannot schedule my training for a passion because i don't know my professional timings but then i can tentatively decide okay tomorrow i will train myself in the morning fine out of 6 days in a week four days i am able to do that but rest two days if i am not able to do that previous night if i come to know that yes tomorrow morning i had scheduled my training for my cycling but then if i have to go for some operation fine no problem that day i train myself in the afternoon even i had trained myself in the night because that comes second in the priority list so what you need to shift from profession to passion is dedication if you are dedicated and if you are disciplined it is very easy to balance this time between profession and passion many times it used to happen that i used to hit the road for my training and immediately i used to get a phone call from a hospital i am needed urgently i used to go back to the hospital perform my duties but then once i finish with that again i used to come back and finish my remaining training this is where you require discipline we can say that okay let's forget it let let it go let's see tomorrow no you have to finish that day schedule yes i do used to love other things also as i told you nothing comes free you have to sacrifice one or the other things like other things which are not that much important during that time on a priority list like just going for a party or you know hanging around with the friends or just all these things or just watching a movie on hbo used to be once in a upon a time favorite for me but then all those things are not on a priority list as i am targeting for a race across america so automatically they go out bringing me more time for my target for my passion this is how if you prioritize your thing it is not that difficult to balance your time between profession and passion you can easily do it so when we speak about training i'm sure many are curious even i am curious how did you train for uh, such big events and what was your training pattern yeah the training part as i uh, in the earlier uh, this thing also i mentioned um, uh, for the cycling training uh, it used to be interval trainings basically it is not just that you are going taking a cycle going for a ride remaining in your comfort zone and come come back this won't increase your speed or anything like that so um, there used to be a systematic training plan uh, which we used to follow and it used to have say uh, uh, on some day it will have a hill repeats like we are fortunate to have a lot of ups and downs uh, around nasik so we'll we'll select one patch which is which a climb that is say 1 1.5 km and exerting ourselves to you know uh, give out your 100% always try to push your limits that now uh, i am taking 3 minutes so how can i get get down uh, to 2 2 minutes 50 seconds also so there is to be hill repeats there used to be interval trainings uh, 
uh, for say you know you are exerting for 20 minutes and then resting for 3 minutes and then again exerting for 20 minutes so such type of plans were there usually on the sundays also uh, as i said we used to devote, devote devote more time on sunday so there is a kasara beautiful kasara ghat over uh, just 50 kilometers from here so we used to all gather there and uh, mithen has another uh, you know his other uh, trainees also used to come and we used to sort of compete against each other yeah apart from the uh, weekdays uh, as i said the hill trainings or the interval trainings uh, or say tempo rides you can call it apart from that on sundays it used to be either long rides as i said of 12 hours 14 hours or so in zone 3 uh, that's the hard zone right and uh, sometimes we used to do i mean every fortnight every 40 every uh, alternate week we used to go to kasara and do the repetitions of kasara ghat and as i said if there are other trainers with you you tend to you know push your limits more when there is more competition so i remember putting out a best of uh, 19 minutes 8 seconds for that 7 uh, and a half kilometer climb so that doesn't that didn't happen in a day that took almost say 7 8 months and when i was at a peak performance when both my bikes were new my wheels were good and i was at the best uh, you know my performance that time the i could be, bring it be, below 20 minutes earlier which uh, earlier for the same climb i required say 25 to 28 minutes so that was the difference which which was achieved gradually and as i said pushing your own limits is the key for it when we see that uh, there are many people even in ultra cycle races which are held in india of course there are many people who uh, go as teams but the highlight of the race is always a solo racers which are there so i am curious to know what are your insights about uh, the relay format which you played in ram and uh, how is it different from solo what are your takes as a relay cyclist uh, basically race across america if you compete as a solo rider uh, you are given 12 days to complete that race so it's roughly 4800 so if you uh, divided it, it's almost 400 kilometers a day you should uh, ride right whereas in team of two format uh, it is rode in a relay format so either hitendra or me any one of at any given time one of us will be on the road so what happens is when hitendra is riding i will go in my follow vehicle we have a separate follow vehicles for Uh, which are designated to us right so i'll get into my follow vehicle i'll wait for i'll go ahead stop for him wait for him once i see him approaching then i start riding once i take over the baton then he goes into your car and goes ahead and stop that depends upon what strategy you have planned for the day so if it is a long climb we can just divide it into you know uh, even 1 minute 2 minutes also we can have a change over see when you are riding in a team of two there are no rules that how frequently and how in, infrequently you want to change that is not determined only thing is one of you should be on road and uh, for a team of two uh, there are 9 days which are allotted so from a solo rider where 12 days are allotted here you are given 9 days so anybody like uh, as i say that you should always target you know if you target for 8 days suppose Uh, because you don't want to be uh, very cut to cut with your riding plan when you are racing so if you divide it by 8 days so it comes to around 600 kilometers per 24 hours i won't say day or night every 24 hours you should clock 600 kilometers on a bicycle together between both both of us so that is how it is uh, different here you require more speed you have to be uh, you know almost one and a half times faster than a solo rider yeah of course solo has its own challenges where a single rider is riding so he is resting also so when he is resting nobody is moving no neither the crew nor, nor the rider is moving whereas what happens in the during the night time like hitendra and i used to divide the night into you know 4 4 hours 4 to 5 hours one of us is to ride one when i am riding then hitendra goes on a rest mode he goes into a, his car he changes rests eats and in that 4 hours let me tell you we never slept more than 2 and a half to 3 hours per night and this went on happening for 8 nights so uh, this is how team of 2 is quite challenging um, if i if i uh, tell you the previous records like uh, the registration part of it i always see not more than 4 to 6 teams in team of 2 each time 
whereas team of four you have 40 to 50 teams registering because in team of four of course your the the distance has to be rowed by four riders so the automatically the load gets divided and uh, i would say it is almost similar to a solo riding because uh, why i'm saying this is because i recently two months back i did a solo ride from kashmir to kanyakumari so i know th the challenges of both i mean the solo rider as well as the team of two rider team of two riders have to be really fast to get the target achieved right you need a proper strategy you need a proper planning and good coordination then only it is uh, possible uh, as itendra said about coordination like uh, since maybe we were both brothers and we were considerate about each other so many times uh, it used to happen that i am riding we had decided to ride for four and a half hours like at the end of four and a half hours i used to ask my crew what is the status of itendra then they used to call up his vehicle his crew members and ask him no he's still sleeping then i used to say let let it be he's in his deep sleep i'll continue for half an hour or one hour more that he used to also do same thing for me right there was a mutual understanding because once you are into deep sleep it is better that you recover then you are being woken up and chalo chalao abhi so what happens is if his recovery is good next day he'll perform better so that consideration was or that uh, you know understanding was there between us so probably that is also a key uh, for success the con i had a conversation with bharat as well so he told me that sometimes it's a crew which makes or breaks the race crew is sometimes even more important than the rider because the rider's job is just to ride but it's the crew who makes sure that the rider is on track and he's not fatigued he's he's fresh to go again his nutrition is checked everything so please tell what are your insights about the crew crew is the crucial part of the team it's not only the riders who are riding such kind of races the riders are supported by crew and crew can be so crucial that they can uh, make the difference between winning and losing that much importance in race across america even if crew makes the mistake team is penalized means they are also expected to follow the race rules and traffic, traffic rules, rules both so role of the crew is not only being in the race following all the race rules being in that country following all the country traffic rules but also supporting the rider now they used to be the one who used to look after our sleep our all the things which are required for nutrition racing li right from technical part to the nutrition to the extent they used to feed us with the spoon in usa if you no you just cannot get down of the car and pee anywhere on the road so many times we used to pee in the car in a pee bottle and they used to throw that in a proper place so to that extent your crew has to be dedicated towards the rider and we were fortunate that all our friends right from college days they were all busy doctors but they we have such a strong bonding like if you ask me what are my biggest assets in my life my friends are my biggest asset the moment we declared that mahajan brothers will be attempting race across america immediately our friends said okay we are part of you will see to it that you right from starting point to the finish point in the most safest manner and then you require your crew intelligent also like it's i'll say intelligent second thing first part is dedication if they are dedicated towards rider that is the first criteria second thing is that then they need to be a clever enough to understand all the technicality of the race in those 3000 miles there will you will not find people standing with a flag showing you the direction they give you a route book so you need to navigate properly you need to inform to the headquarter what is happening with your team you need to keep that geo tracker active all the time you know you need to inform considering the three different time zones in usa eastern time zone mountain time zone western time zone with a difference of one one hour but all the team is expected to report from the eastern point of view apart from that when many people are involved you are bound to make mistakes and so it is very important among the team members to have a such a great coordination that they should not keep on creeping about the 
mistake which has happened. You got it? Rather than creeping and blaming because of whom it has happened, the first thing should be to rectify that mistake and immediately come into action. That is how the great team happens and we were very fortunate to have our team who kept us navigating properly without letting us go off track, who helped us looking after our nutrition and technicality and watching our speed, what we require at what moment. We, because of them, we could not only finish that race, but we came first. It was that, that dedication needs special mention. And that's why we always dedicate our victory to the crew and our family members. Like as you said, the rider is supposed to just ride in the background. The crew is doing all the things. Yes. Like uh, as there is a fixed route and you have to follow, this, follow the fixed route, a one wrong turn, you know, can take you in different direction. And it is, it is not that, that you can join from there, you can join to a correct road. It is not that way. You have to come back to the point where you have lost the road and start the ride again. So you lose the time. There is fatigue. There is, you know, uh, you are uh, worried about that time lost and everything. So that is also one thing is there. And secondly, as Itindra said, ki, they are helping us doing everything. Like suppose at, at you know, after four or five days, there is so much of fatigue that I cannot do my my body or my legs knows only to do rotatory moments, just pedaling moments. And if I try to move my leg, you know, if I want to stretch it and remove my compression socks, I'll cramp. So even our compression socks has to be, you know, pulled. They are they are the tight ones, right? So they'll do that. They'll remove the shoes. You know, any any little movement which is little odd or little uh, different, it uh, can precipitate your cramps and all those things. So they have they they take care of you like uh, like a baby, I would say. Dedication is very important. That's what I learned when I went there in 2014 to learn about the race as a Reiki. That time I realized that I had seen some crew members they are like uh, either leaving the team halfway or some crew members having fight among themselves or I had seen some team with the crew members such a bad, um, like they used, to, they, they used to just throw their crew out of the team halfway. That time I realized I don't need expert crew. I need dedicated crew. The one who will be very dedicated towards the rider. And that's why we were fortunate that to have such a dedicated crew with us. I would like to narrate one incidence where, you know, 2015 we did a RAM and uh, amongst our 12 crew members, they formed a team and they raced in 2017, two years after that. Our crew members, you know, four of them formed a team and they registered as a team of four and we were there as a, uh, we went as a crew, right? So during that time, I even saw a four, the four-man team the two riders were literally hitting each other, fighting amongst themselves. So, uh, you know, that also happens. Ki, uh, if, if there is no coordination or no bonding between the team members who are riding, they can also fight, you know, in such a situ situation where uh, the, the race is so demanding, uh, so much of physical exertion is required, so much of, you know, mentally also you have to be stable and go through that grueling race day, day night. So even such things happens in RAM. Yeah, means actually that brings us to the back to the training part of it. Like training, when you train, nothing as we all know that nothing comes without going through that pain. The gain is always after going through the pain. But then as I, as I told you, we were like not a professional cyclist. When we decided to do race across America, we shifted to... We shifted to road bike. We realized about uh, what technicality needed to be learned. And then we learned it. So when you want to take such a grueling task, it's very important to go scientifically. Understand what exactly it is. Yet till that time, we were under the impression that we have to go to for a 5,000-kilometer race. So we should do 5,000-kilometer at least two, three times before going for a race. No, it is a wrong concept. So what here we need to do is we need to understand to take every challenge scientifically. Let it be training part, let it be physical part, let it be nutrition or let it be our own mental uh, training. Once you go scientifically, you can stretch your body, human body to the infinite potential. 
and why you have to go scientifically to avoid the injuries if you go scientifically then you will not get uh, any injury during the training and that's where comes the importance of all these three things physical mental training so mental training is equally important all these endurance races see all the athlete or even if you take the example of marathon in first one hour everyone is tired what keeps on pulling you after that is your mental strength that is what makes the difference which keeps on pulling you again and again and which keeps on asking you and we are very fortunate you know in being an indian we have a culture of yoga we have a culture of meditation we have a culture of all these things and from there we can gain all that mental strength which helps in such uh, such races like you said ultra races are not just physical races but it's the race of your mind in which you it's your mind which makes or breaks the race is the mind which helps you win the race so what are the mental techniques that you practiced before entering such a grueling task and i'm sure many people would be keen to apply it in their life as well see first thing is um, we were very fortunate to be in nasik where bishmaraj bam sir used to be there he, in nasik itself he is the i can say the sports uh, first sports psychologist who has given training to so many of our sports person let it be sachin tendulkar virat kohli or anjali bhagwat or all these people they so the credit of our mental training goes to bam sir like till that time we were quite raw we were not knowing how to take up such challenges of difficult tasks we were training ourselves like a, you know um, like a pehlwan means like uh, with a hard head not which is not at all a proper way bam sir taught us about all this yogic technique he told us how to take the challenges like first thing i shared with him sir i hate rain and when it will rain in the race mai to gaya how i'll perform you know what he told me he told me that whenever it is going to rain in the race the first thought which should come to you is you should tell yourself that oh it is so nice that it has started raining and then you should thank god for sending the extra energy through that rain so you know you just the problem is same situation is same you are just changing your thought process you are giving your mind affirmation that uh, this is good for you and it is affecting you exactly total different angle total opposite angle of it and we all know body performs the way mind thinks so if our mind thinks in a positive direction or if mind thinks whatever challenge we are facing fine i can do it i can overcome it automatically body starts obeying in that fashion but if i say are baap re atas paus padala pahije hota ka then there itself our body starts working in opposite direction negativity negativity so mental training is about training your mind to avoid those negative thought bring all positive thought distraction should be kept away whatever it is like small incidents during our race our third met vehicle met with an accident the moment i realized fine nothing is that serious i distracted myself from that i know they will take care of it or we had a flat tire we had a flat tire of a car and while changing it the car fell down from the jack no one got panic fine no problem it will be solved let me focus on my whatever gone is gone you cannot do anything much about it you just rectify it and move it so mental training teaches us about living in present tense taking up the challenges looking forward keeping fo- yourself moving towards your goal and that's where you can train yourself from meditation point of view from thought process point of view from breathing technique point of view because you need to take rest as mahendra told you we used to take 5 minutes nap in between so that 5 minutes should be in such a way that it should give me the rest which otherwise i will get in 4 hours of sleep and that is quite possible with our yoging that is what bam sir taught us and we learned it and we apply it effectively in on a closing note can you please tell us what techniques and tips that you would like to give to our listeners first is uh, remaining focus remaining focus when i say 
that you have to prioritize your training and then as itendra said that after profession one that, that thing only should come to your mind that i want to train for this right secondly that all these endurance activities will ha- are going to be painful so uh, right uh, so this is not something that is somebody has told you to do this is you have taken up that challenge right so once nobody is pushing you to do that forcing you to do that so once you have taken up the challenge it is bound bound to be painful and so you you should keep on telling yourself to an extent that maybe i am born to do ram or i am born to do srinagar to kanyakumari in a fastest time you know you should uh, positively reinforce yourself to an extent ki he he karnyasathi maza kadachit maza janma zalela hai mujhe tya positivity ne karayla lagta and uh, uh, for taking up so such a big target which goes on for you know 8 days 10 days or so you should not think about the entire you know i have to ride 5000 kilometers it is quite a burden so daily you have to ride 400 kilometers during the day i have to ride 300 and in the night 300 during my ride of turn when, when uh, we are taking turns i have to ride 10 15 kilometers suppose so i should think about those 10 15 kilometers only and forget about it let him do his job i get ready for another my 10 15 kilometers or maybe in the night we are riding 100 kilometers so don't think about you know think about my four hours which i am going to ride how best i can perform and then forget about it because what happens is in ram particularly on the day 3 even if you have covered 1800 kilometers you have not slept well for two nights and then you you start thinking are 3000 is still remaining 3000 kilometers are remaining so that can cause lot of burden so you divide the target into small 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 things and you can uh, use some techniques like breathing techniques uh, you know pranayam even uh, anulob vilob and yoga nidra or uh, basically a type of shavasan where you relax yourself you know uh, you give your commands you give your breaths you devote your breaths to your all the parts of your body and calm down yourself so that can uh, help you recover faster as far as tips are concerned what i feel is when it comes to mental strength first step is visualization you had taken that target so you need to visualize yes i'll just give you an example of suppose i have to run i am just no ice person never ran anything and i am targeting for half marathon okay so i need to visualize this yes i have i have to run 21 kilometers and in that visualization there should be all positivity first of all you have to make it a drill in your mind itself how i had gone on a start line then how i started then how i crossed first kilometer second kilometer third kilometer and that's how i'm reaching to the finish line everyone is clapping for me i did that 21 kilometer this positive thinking prepare will prepare your body in similar fashion so this visualization needs to be a first step second step is during that it is going to be very painful and as mahendra said no one has asked you to do it you have opted for it so second thought should be how i am going to avoid that pain and how i am going to overtake that so for that my second thought should be i should learn to enjoy that pain because why i opted to do that thing because i want to push my limit i want to stretch myself so i should keep on saying myself that okay this is the thing which i asked for and today god has given me this opportunity to run this 21 kilometer or in my case to do this race across america so in that case whenever it will be a painful for me i'll keep on thanking god for putting me in this situation which i wanted so that i can test myself i can try myself my own limits and i can keep doing that so this is the second thought third thought is about pampering your own body communicating with your own body that is what in other way you can say meditation so when i am running or when i am cycling obviously some parts of my body is going to give me some pain if 
your left calf is giving you pain you should that is a indication that calf is giving to you that i am working for you and i am tired so what you need to do is you need to pamper that calf muscle you need to communicate with that calf muscle how you need to visualize you need to thankful to your calf muscle you need to keep on talking oh my left calf i know it is hurting you you are giving me pain signs but i am very thankful to you for letting me keep pedaling or keep running and now next four breaths which i am going to take i'm sending special oxygen special power specifically for you and you enjoy that oxygen that power when you start communicating with your when you start pampering your own muscle groups or whichever part of the body which keeps giving you pain automatically you will realize that the pain keeps on subsiding so communicating with your own body parts is equally important pampering yourself that is what is in simple word you can say meditation and then last thing comes is don't stop don't stop everyone feels tired tiring should not be the reason to stop i need to stop only when i'm done with it when you keep on talking like that it will help you in a great way to reach to the your target successfully we are having a really great conversation with the mahajan brothers where we are speaking about their experiences in race across america their training how did they train for their mindset so stay tuned as we are coming up with the second part with them as well where we'll be covering the nutrition aspect for an athlete how to maintain a proper nutrition balance and what should one eat what should one not eat what did they eat for the ram also how is sea to sky going to be one big experience for not just for them but for everyone whoever uh, they would be meeting during the event so stay tuned and stay subscribed we'll be back with another episode until then hit the road